You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If this must be I'm here with the Gabriel Bechofel. Yes, Rabbi Yosef. Uh, I spend Shabbos in thinking, what, I'm thinking, what am I going to talk about? You know, what am I going to talk to Yosef about? So, uh, so I start mulling through uh, the newspapers, especially the free ones that don't cost anything that people drop off at my door. Uh, and the following letter appears in one of the free papers. It's actually in the 5TJT, the Five Town Jewish News, which is amazing how it, I think it has a, a pretty strong free circulation across the uh, tri-state area. I don't know if our listeners in Belgium uh, are able to pick it up, but I'm sure it's all online. It's a, a, it's, it's a newspaper that Larry Gordon uh, and his family are behind. Um, and it features, by the way, I just want to say before I read the letter, uh, it features uh, periodically wonderful uh, halachic articles by my good friend, Rabbi Yair Hoffman, uh, and uh, and Rabbi Terrigan, some different Torah there. Uh, so you could probably, you, you'll definitely get something good almost in every uh, in every uh, edition. But here's a letter, and I have to tell you, I speak about our family. Both my uh, my wife and my daughter said, "Don't talk about this letter. This this is not something you want to talk about. You're going to get pummeled. You're going to get pilloried <laughs> for." even bringing up this letter because it's so wrong. I have to think that Gordon, who printed this letter, must have had uh, a reason for printing it. Um, and here it goes. Dear editor, it's high time for the nonsensical and ridiculous Shiva house scheduling to stop. It used to be that when someone sat Shiva, I just did air quotes, the notice would inform as to the starting day and ending day. Nowadays, I get notices that require a calculator to figure. No visitors one through three, dinner at five to six, visits seven through nine, nothing after 10 p.m., etc. Enough! This is not a COVID thing. It began well before that, but was further during and after as a function of COVID protocol. Somebody, the rabbis, perhaps has to put a stop to this with an exclamation point. In actuality, Shiva is just four plus days. First is partial, the last is five minutes, and there's a Shabbos in there. Yet for some inexplicable reason, people cannot just be. Whether it's immaturity, a me, me, me culture, or otherwise, this needs to just said maybe this would be something to talk about with Rabbi Yosef Gavriel And my daughter said, What? It's about comfort. If that's what they want, that's comforting. If they don't want to let anybody in, that's good. That's 100% correct. That's the way it should be. Even if it used to not be that way, that's what Shiva is about, giving people comfort and acquiescing to what they want. My wife even chimed in and said, isn't it the law of Shiva that you wait for the oval to talk? And if the oval doesn't want to talk, you don't say anything? So if the oval tells you he wants to be able to eat supper without people staring at him from six to seven in the evening or from five to six, you should respect that. How could you even try to dis to agree with that letter? That is what my family said. And I said, you know what? I sort of uh, get what, and then I'll respond. Well, although Shiva is, uh, is of course, 
Nechama for the Avelim. As we all know, there's a whole concept of Kovar Ames involved as well. And uh, the Kovar Ames is to allow people to come and be Menachem and tell stories and hear stories about the Mace. And uh, you know, it's true. It's a tr- uh, Shiva is a tremendous stress on the Avel. The Avel is basically has to be an entertainer and a performer and be willing to be slave things which uh, he uh, and people perhaps which you normally would not be to a slave but that's part of the covenant mace. Uh, we have to understand that we're here as a veilim, yes, to dissipate our sorrow, but there's a prescribed way to do it. Dissipating the sorrow is by having conversations and recalling the person who passed away and giving him honor, her honor, and telling stories about him or her. These are all important components of it. Yes, the the the, the um. The Menachem is not supposed to uh, uh, talk until the other speaks first. And obviously there are very more very traumatized and cannot really deal with the Avelis in the proper oifen. I understand that. But by and large, because it is an episode uh, for the covenant of the Nifter, I think that uh, given this hours thing is something which makes it um, uh, like a, almost like a formal visiting as opposed to a, uh, you know, Close to a expression of uh, solidarity with the mace and with the Ravaven. Okay, well, yeah, but as my wife said afterwards, she said, "What are you going to come in after the time they close the door too? Just because you know, right?" So, but the people have people have to have seichel. It's absurd. Yes, nobody's going to come at eleven at night unless they're very close, or maybe they came out of town. And they couldn't get in earlier, but obviously, people have seichel independent of the times which are posted. So when, and this seems to be, have become a very standard in terms of uh, people sitting Shiva, um, you are saying, Rabbi Yosef, if I understand it correctly, and I usually do understand you correctly, even more than you know, that what you're saying is, is that this limits the people that can come, and it limits their ability to, to get the most out of being Mechabed, and maybe you're saying that the Oval also is not fulfilling his responsibility to the Nifter by limiting the times the way he does. Now, now, what about the what my wife was saying about the supper time? Uh, supper, let's have at least, if that you agree, there should be at least one hour to let that be. No, uh, people, Avelim always take time, Avelim always take to, are, are given time to take off to eat supper. You know, somebody's going to sit there, either one or the other Avelim will sit there, or, or somebody will say, you know, okay, he'll be back in a few minutes. You don't have to have formal times for that. Okay, so that's what I said as well. That's what I said. That you'll Is this like a male-female thing? We have a male-female divide here? <laughs> that's the idea? That males can't understand this and females are sympathetic with it? Oh, oh, okay. what it sounds like. Okay, so I actually view it a little bit differently than that. And part of it is, you know, I've sat Shiva three times. So I, part of it, I believe, is what you're saying. The other part of it is, is that it's supposed to be hell. It's supposed to be as much as so much. It's supposed to actually be. Hell is a hell is strong. You don't mean hell. It's supposed to be difficult. It's supposed to be hellishly difficult. Not hellish. Why do you use the word hellish? I, I, no, I don't mean that the person is in death. Yeah, no, it's long term. It's long term. It's well, supposed to be supposed to be able to get out this a lot of the stress and that no, no, no. What what it does is you feel that it's 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 part of the processing is realizing something terrible has happened. In other words, there are people who, after the event of losing someone close, allow their mind to cocoon in a way where they sort of, they sort of 
massage themselves. Like my, my daughter was saying, it's the comforting. Part of what, what, what the Shiva process is supposed to be, it's supposed to be difficult. You actually feel that. You feel as that. The massage met. Do you elaborate on the massage metaphor? I think what I, I think what my daughter was saying is well, you, doesn't doesn't the oval have a right to feel as 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 comfortable as possible, comforting? So I a actually good, a good massage is supposed to hurt. <laughs> well, right? I would, uh, if it gets down deep into your tissue, if you want to take the muscle the way it should go, if it gets down deep into your tissue, it has to hurt. Yeah. Well, I I would say even without that term, whether it's the exact translation of nichum or not. It, it, I, I think you need to work through it. And if you if you basically, you know, again, you always, as I said to my wife, you again, if the oval is, is in such a stressed situation that he just wants to close the door and not open and, and lock it, uh, he could probably do that. On the other hand, it would seem that what the Hanukkah has always been in Claudius' role is to have to go through it and to have to repeat the same stories over again. And to once again, every person who comes in to go back to those last moments before the person expired and what was going through and how, because you're going to get the same, the same questions. As, as much as people are variegated and they're deoseyan or shoynos, when it comes down to it, when they're sitting to with you, you're going to get pretty much how long were they sick? How long did they suffer? Whatever. And just like an actor who has to put on 50 different, as you said, 50 different acts. It's not like a matinee and then an evening act. You've got to basically go through it again and again. And that's the hell that I'm talking about. And again, I will say that it is, it's like, like a Rod Serling episode of Twilight Zone where the guy has the same dream every single night. Shiva is repetitive. It's 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 a repetitive type of process that ultimately allows you to come to grips with what. Um, do you think that this writer is right that we're it's part of an age where we need creature comforts? We want everything uh, in a certain boutique way. What do you think? You can tell that must never shiva, which is not necessarily a good thing to do. Not not because I, the author has to have a cathartic experience. Which is not going to happen unless he, people come and don't feel um, constrained. That this is like something where there's a very highly formalized um, um, parameters which surround it. You know, you know Rav, Rav Yoshev said, and he wasn't the first to be machadish this. Rav Yoshev says that if you if you meet an ovil in the street and it's only one ovil, you say hamokim yenachem yisof. You don't say hamokim yenachem eschem. And similarly, is similarly he said that if you call on the telephone, and I'll get to my pet peeve about that in a second, uh, you also don't say eschem. He says eschem is for the mess, as we know from the Zoyer and other sources, the mess has a certain presence at the base oval, especially if you're sitting shiva, uh, like when I was Menachem Oval you for your mother, uh, in, in your mother's home, uh, or when I said shiva for, for my parents, uh, both of them had lived in those places, there's a sense of this is where they are. And I think that in a way, mystically, how do we understand it is one thing. But as you say, there is the idea of, you know, uh, there is an element here. Uh, you know, I actually, when I put this, I want to interject here. I actually also, always used to say, Oscar, Oscar was a single person. 
But then I figured Eschem is probably like the Yiddish uh, when you talk to a second person, to, to a second party. Or Kavadikaway, dear. away. So that's what I was figured. Uh, that's I changed. Well, Rebbe this is a psaac from Rebbe Yosha. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if he's right about it. Because, yeah. uh, because everybody, no, it's because everybody's, I think it could be that comes to the Yiddish. I mean, that, that, that concept. Well, you're right. The Sephardim say Tanachumim, 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 yeah, right? totally which, which is also a Loshan Rabbin. Rabin, yeah. also a Loshan Rabbin. I think yes. Rebbe Yosha is onto something. Uh, look, we, you know, in no way, shape, or form do we want to, you know, to be Mitzayar people. But the question is, is every Shinui Rutoiva or not? Like I asked my wife, how come people didn't do it up until now? And was it because we lived in a less sensitive generation? Um, you know, again, that's part of what, what the writer is suggesting is that we, we have a generation that demands, uh, you know, uh, things have to uh, uh, align. I do want to say a, a pet peeve of mine, and that is I've gone to the Menachem Oval, uh, and phone calls come in continuously. Now, I was just being Menachem Oval, someone who lost their mother, and I was very happy to take the phone calls for this person. He handed me the phone and said, would you mind answering the phone and telling me who it is or telling the person what's going on? I, If I am not able to actually come to the person's home, I will not call during Shippah unless I'm asked to and I get a message about it. Because I believe the people who have made the effort of schlepping over the bridge or paying the tolls who are coming there or flying in, they have the schus kedima. And the fact that you're, you have the best excuse in the world, and even if it's someone that you, was your roommate and you were, you were his aide kedushin, but you weren't able to be there, and, and even though you think he wants to hear from you, it's a patch and pun for the people sitting there when the oval picks up the cell phone and in the middle he's talking to someone while everyone else is sitting around. And I really think that that should be the same way they have these 10 rules uh, of how to be Menachem Oval. You sometimes see them uh, about what not to say. I think this is something that, that people need to, to hear about. And especially with Rav Moshe's Psach, that it probably, he says, based on the Gemara Nadarim, that it probably, it has some sort of key because they talk about being shoyel b'sholem b'shuk. If a person loses, uh, if a person has lost their son, they're asking. But but chutz it's not kiyum of nicham avelim, and it's taking away from the real nicham avelim that's going on. Now that's my pet peeve. Uh, I, I, I I think I, I agree with you in principle, but I think a short phone call is okay. So I can make the shiva that it's a brief phone call to express their solidarity. I I, I feel very uncomfortable speaking on the phone. Being Melbourne, being Menachem Oval, I just try to keep it short. Right, but okay, so you can leave a voice message. But we can do that too, yeah. But the fact is, usually we have, we are hardwired to answer our phone. And in many ways, who's ever sitting there right, has to has to sit there twiddling their thumbs while Yenner is talking on the phone. It's And it's not the other's fault. It's the person who's calling. And I think that really... Um, to me, that's what I would say we need the Rabbana to talk about. Uh, look, it's unfortunate, it's a galgala phaser, whether, whatever the machla is. I think it is important to have uh, a, a sense of the proper hanhogas uh, Um I'll tell you another thing. Um, By the way, I'm really, I just, I looked up this thing of Mokim um, Nachim. So I came across Olamot.net, which is um, a, a, a place where you can get um, Package you were able to give. So you're not so, on Wiki, not Wikipedia tonight. 
No, no. Oh, I'm not that net. There's, there's Reisman in uh, Los Angeles. Oh, you have Reisman. So it says... Swicky Reisman. Right. So it says here, Bekoibetz Tzfunos, Isparsem b'mevichtavo shalagrach mibrisk, shabochidesh, sheyesh mitzvah al ha'velen lisnachem. Ubekoibetz misora b'er ha'gri, b'yoshi b'er, obviously, as chidusho, shemitzvah zuhi chelet min yuhugi ha'velus, shalava mitzvah b'hem. Mitoch Okay, Right. Yes, Rebel Yoshev, I think, brings the same raya. Uh, and, and yes, so basically what you're saying, for those who didn't chop the Hebrew, is that the Ovel is not just there to be serviced and to be massaged. He's there, he has a mitzvah, to accept Nechama on the, the, on the person who has been nostalgic. And he goes, after some break. And he goes and brings out the name of Dessler. Kibemes <laughs> ain't beteva dam lisnachim. the really, there is, the Tanchumim is not a natural thing, but rather because Baruch Hu gave us this gift of Nichum uh, Avelim, which uh, uh, is like an ace, he says, that it helps to dissipate the, uh, I'm not sure why it's an ace, but it's an ace to help, that it dissipates the Avelus. So he says, according to this, the Fiza Chidesh Yesh Avelim, yeah, look, we, we find from the Gemara, you know, the Gemara Ksuvis and other places, um, the, the, the effort that went in to what to say and how to say it. And, and, I, and I'm, I don't want to downplay it. I do think it is important before you go to do this mitzvah, which some moina mitzvahs are moina as a darais even separately uh, like the Baha'i and others. But I, I think it is important to, to think about. Again, obviously you're not, you're not sure how the person who's being this offer is going to react. But I think you need to at least prep yourself in some way and not, as, as my daughter pointed out to me when she was talking about it, how people come for their own purposes. And they, and they end up sitting there really, if not talking about their own Avelus talking about their relationship to the nifter, and it becomes a story about themselves. And you, you and I, I'm sure you, of again, course, yeah. We've all seen that. We've all been witnesses to people who have done that. So, I, so I think people who are listening to this program uh, shouldn't be up in arms uh, and necessarily say, "Okay, you know, we don't understand." Yes, it, you, you definitely need some wisdom in being Menachem Avel. Uh, the other thing I'm going to, as we talk about Nicham Avelim, uh, a little pet peeve of mine, there are those that are so awkward that they zero in on the davening. 
right? I'm going to come, right? And, and, and the truth is, and, and they don't, and they just, you know, shuffle out with a little hamokim and um, because I guess it's hard for them to come to terms. They're not sure what to say. Um, and, and I always felt that a person who does that is, is in a way evincing cowardice uh, towards the whole process. It's almost like it's all about the minion. And, and, and I really think that's also in a way not the way to look at it. Yes, the Ovel greatly appreciates, and especially in these difficult times, to get a chakras minion that we had the minion, and it means a lot. But 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 I think when you just look at it in terms of go make the minion at this guy's house, I think that's also in a way secondary uh, to the process. Uh, so convenient way, if you don't know the Ovel so well, we feel uncomfortable of being mustaches. In other words, are there are people who you don't want to go and sit there for. Uh, an, uh, an hour, because you're not that friendly with them, not that close with them. But to go there for davening and sit for a few minutes afterwards, that that is, uh, you know, that 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 you can do. So I think davening becomes important in that it gives the ritual is a uh, gives a um, a um, a pesach to people to come in who otherwise would feel very awkward. Look, look, I, I will tell you that some I had that. Do you agree or don't you agree? Okay, so I will tell you that I was makertov to the people who came for davening. And I always, when I see them, there's a warmth that I have for them that they help make that minion. On the other hand, the Pesach, they could have sat and maybe opened up the relationship a little bit. Yes, here's your excuse. Now use that uh, to try to perhaps forge something. And I uh, guess- uh, Well, that's, what, that's what, I, what I try and do is when I come for davening, Again, because I don't, don't feel comfortable coming just in the middle of things. So I do try to sit down after davening and ask about the nifter. You know, that, not just to say I'm walking Menachem and leave. So I think that that's what you're saying. In other words, you should not just come to daven and think, that, you know, but uh, you should make it into something which is more uh, in line with the true purpose of Nicham of Halem. Look, both of us, uh, you know, have a certain presence in the community, uh, we deserved or not. Um, and I, 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 no, no, I think that, you know, and I, when I, I, so you mean to haven't run either of us out of town on a rail <laughs> with, uh, with uh, tarred and feathered. So therefore, my story, so yeah, some shackles in the community. Yeah, but the point is when Kivalevich or Bechafer walks in, if, if it's not they, they, oh, Rabbi, someone is here. So I feel a responsibility if if the if I'm being you know asked to somehow have somewhat of a rabbinic presence you know and, and to not just you know repeat some sort of uh, you know uh, you know typical nicety um, and it's not that I'm going to be machadish some big tyra but if there is something that I feel uh, you know is is deserving of my you know and again I'm, I'm not saying I deserve this position. But when I come in, they, they expect a little more from a rabbi. I'm not the rabbi of the community, but when I come in, they do expect something. So I do stay, I try to come before davening and talk before, and I try to, to, to somehow you know, spend at least 30 or 35 minutes uh, there. And that, they, that, that, that's, a, that's a tremendous, that's a very uh, laudatory uh, approach on your part. Not everybody has that. Uh... Well, you know, you have you, you know you you. I think people realize by now that you have the gift of gab, that many <laughs> of us don't have, right? Yes, yes. Even even above you sometimes. Um, the other thing is 
that I, I have discovered here, you know, I live in Elizabeth, which of course, in many ways, like when I told you I want to move to Elizabeth, you said you're going to go into a time warp. He says, Elizabeth, Elizabeth is sort of like the 1950s. The Minigan Elizabeth is to come with your wife. The Minigan Elizabeth is that when you come to Menachem Alvel, it's the husband and wife together. The Rav does that. Rav Tights, uh, so Rabbi Herman, a wonderful person. Um, uh, and again, so do you find that happening in, in your neck of the woods or not? I, I, happen, I happen to think it's a very- I think so. Yeah, it's very nice. nice. It's yeah, nice. I, yeah, I think it is because in yeah. a way, in a way, in many of the many times, this is the first time you're coming to that person's house. You know, in in in, in, in the old communities, people were in, at each other's homes much more often. The communities were smaller. It, very often, it might be someone who lives two blocks away. But the only time you've actually been in their house is when they suffer the death of of, of a parent or a brother of a child. And it, therefore, it it makes sense. Look. I'm not making, maybe we should have been here earlier. Maybe we should have had you earlier. But the husband and wife come together, and whether it's a, a woman who's a novel, a man is a novel, and they sit there. And, and I think it's actually one of the things, which it might be pirates, gidreats, for some people, but I actually believe that there's something to it. Because I've noticed in the yeshivish, it's, of course, men in one room and women in the other room. And... And, and, and what I feel when I go to, uh, when I go to Menachem Alba at such a place, I feel that I have a chiv to, once I'm there, to at least acknowledge every Alba that's there. You know, you, 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 we talk about boutique Avelim and boutique Menachemim. Uh, this is very similar, by the way, to what happens at weddings. You know, you know, after the big first, after the first dance, you know, basically everything splits off, right? There's the friends. Yeah, the, right, yeah. The old fogies, the old fogies who are dancing with the with the chassan's father. The old fogies are dancing with the kala's father. Right. Then you have the the young guys who are. Yeah, that's, 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 when we were kids, that didn't happen, never, right? Never, never, right, right. And uh, so everything has become. There's like four little circles, and that's what is. And and and, and I'm going to go dance at, at the young people. Of course not, right, right. So I think that's something wahabla that happens in the base office. Right. Okay. Here, I'm. This is the one I know. This is the one where I'm going to sit. The other ones, okay. Right. So, but I, I somehow feel it's the wrong thing to do. It's like a mitzvah by the yodcha. Now again, and and so I will go into the ladies section, and walk in there, and, and say something. Now, now I, I see. I get looks sometimes. Like, what are you doing here? Like, like, like what's going on? Like, 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 yeah, like, like this band. Right? Um. I don't know what you do. You probably don't go into. That. If I know, if I know the woman, I'll do it. If I don't know the woman, obviously, I don't have your courage. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's well. You're right, and you obviously have to read the situation. If she's in the middle of talking to her friends, you don't have to say, "Hey, hello there. I am very much and I want to talk to you." No, what you what you need to do is you, you can nod and you can see, and I'm welcome. And especially if the person meant something. The person, you know, was someone that you knew, if you knew that person. When Rev. Ephraim, when Rev. Ephraim, that's how it was Nifter. So, um, Rev. Ephraim Eisenberg? Yeah. So I, I was right. I, I wasn't going to come back for Shiva. I came from the Levi. I was not going to come back for Shiva during Shiva. So um, I went right afterwards, so I went right afterwards into the, after the, into the women's sections for Rebbe's and Eisenberg's in front of the Bracha. And I was the only man there, but uh, you know, that was important. I'm, I'm familiar with some of these sources. 
I do believe this idea of not taking food from a base ovil, and I know that it is 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 it's yeah, it's, so, it's 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 very dubious. It's not. It's, it's, yeah, I right. looked it up. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. I, I, I again, and especially we know that there's so much over again. The same way people uh, come to davening instead of being menachem, people will send food baskets and platters, which again either get you know packed, get frozen. And the Avelim will sometimes say, take, take. I, I have found that when I come after Shachris and there's to sit and eat with the person, I, I feel the Avelim feels it's great. And I will take food and I'll take it out of the base Avelim too, despite the Ruach Hatuma, the Sharon. I really think it's a shtickle comes from. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. yeah, I agree. It comes from superstition. And I think it, it might have devolved from the idea of Sudas Havro. That Suda Sabra comes from the from outside of the base although So the Suda Sabra is brought by others, and that turns into everything becomes a Suda Sabra. And um, you know, and, and I think what it turns into is people, oh, I can't take that food. Somehow, if I take that food, if I take that Danish, or if I take that cookie to my house, somehow someone's gonna get sick. Who knows? Oh, it's gotta stay there. I, I really think that that. In a way, encourages such a, a negative, uh, like like like, a, like a, such a primitive understanding of what a base level is. It's like, oh, I'm going in there, and you know, I'm in my hazmat suit, and I, oh, I, you take something, oh no, no, don't take anything from the base level. You can't take anything. Yeah. Well, I'm pointing out to pet peeves. So I want to point out something which I heard. I, I'm sure every people, multiple people have said this, but I heard it from Reb Zev Lef, so that um, he said that. And people say, they say you should know no more tsar, that's really a big cloa. Because to know no more tsar basically means <laughs> you're wishing them that they die next. Because <laughs> everybody has tsar in life, right? No more tsar means <laughs> you should go also. So, uh, right. So, yeah, I, I have, I was, it happens to come up in my lips as well because. You don't want a person to have to go through a pain, but maybe you shouldn't know tsar like this. Maybe that's what it means. I don't know. Um, you know, especially if again, if it's some, if it's if it's a young person who's who's lost a, a, a parent. Uh, I understand it's sort of context. So people will say it; they're not thinking, obviously. <laughs> um, the uh, by the way, I do want to tell you that I received this week a, a book in the mail uh, from my good friend Pesach Bro, who I'm going to be interviewing about that book. And he has a story about Reb Zevlef. Now, as you know, I was in Rabbi Zevlef's hometown. Zevlef is a Miami boy. And uh, he was enrolled in the Hebrew Academy, uh, Sender Gross's Hebrew Academy in Miami. Sender Gross, as you know, was a Talmud of Reb Shraga Faivo and was a wonderful person. I, I would eat, I ate at his house uh, many, many Shabbosim. He was a wonderful Machnas Areach. He had great stories. And, 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 and his wife was also wonderful. I was very good friends with his with his sons. The board came down strong that if a child couldn't um, come up with the tuition or a certain minimum amount of tuition, they would have to be uh, taken out of the school. When that came out, uh, they sent the letter uh, to Billy Leff's parents. Billy Leff, Billy Leff took wrote a letter to Rabbi Gross and the board and said, I really believe that I could become a great Talmud Chacham, and I really would want to be able to stay and be able 
to continue my learning. And he, he was asking if there's some way they could realize that. When Sender Gross got that letter, he said, gave the board, look, I don't care what you're going to say. We're taking this guy and, and it'll make a difference. He kept that letter, and of course, this is what happened. It happened was he stayed in the academy and, and, and he actually um, became the first rabbi of the young Israel of North Miami Beach, which is, first of all, he went to Tells afterwards. And uh, he was an incredible, uh, he was the valedictorian of the class, of the eighth grade class. He went to Tells and he really, he really, uh, Put the yeshiva on fire. He was an incredible Balkishred. He used to write the Purim plays. He was a Givaldic He came back, of course, uh, to Miami, and he was, I think, the Rav of the Shul for 11 years. Now, I know he ended up going to Kirat Matisio and um, uh, a, a tremendous leader in Klaus Yisrael. But I will tell you my most vivid memory uh, of him. First of all, when I was in Yeshiva in Miami, he was always very encouraging to me. We always would talk. But uh, Mayor Kahana uh, came to the yeshiva in order to basically promote uh, what he felt was his shita. And incredibly, you know, we were listening there. Incredibly, Zev Lef pulls up. And Zev Lef took him on. Zev Lef took him on tooth and nail. And it was, it was, like, a, it was like a battle of Fraser. And- he won the debate. To me, left won the debate. I, I've never, and again, I've seen Kahana, I, I saw Kahana make hush and blood to Bobby Weiss. Yes, Kahana is very, was very articulate. Ka- yes. Kahana, and, 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 and Zev left that little boy, that little engine that could, and again, all kudos to, to Sender Gross for, 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 again, for allowing that firebrand to come out and to show that Lozu Derechatayra, Lozu Derechatayra, and again, we weren't talking about Stam, some liberal. This was Tells. This was with Humrus. I mean, again, Zevlev is the reason why North Miami Beach, Bechlal, you know, became a city uh, that wanted to be Machbin on Indiana Bavalo. It was Pueblo Latin. So that's it, my friends. Sorostovis, take care. Be well. Catch you next week. Take care. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.